Welcome, everyone. This is Mardiac Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiac. I'm a senior wealth strategist with Premier Wealth Advisors and a registered representative with First Allied Securities, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. This show will explore topics ranging from market updates to the global economy and personal finance. Money is knowledge, and I understand life happens, and this program will help you navigate your relationship with money with timely guidance and my unique perspective. Thank you for joining me in this week's episode, Buffett being Buffett with a Trump tailwind. Berkshire Hathaway CEO and business mogul Warren Buffett shared his 2017 annual shareholder letter during the last Saturday in February and the business world took notice. The self-made billionaire has a serious following as a business leader and according to one data scientist, Buffett is a master at communicating effectively and inspiring others to perform. His followers have proven they will go to great lengths to follow in his footsteps. He has motivated more than 160 billionaires to give away at least half of their wealth for philanthropic causes and inspired a $1 million bid just to have lunch with him. According to CNBC reporter Zamina Mejia, on February 24th, Michael Toth, a data scientist at Orchard Platform and a former portfolio analyst at BlackRock, has made an effort to read Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway annual shareholder letters for personal growth as an individual investor. While he hopes to eventually read all of them, he used statistical computing to quantify and highlight Buffett's penchant for positivity over the years. Toth performed a sentiment analysis on the annual shareholder letters from 1977 to 2016, which ultimately demonstrated Buffett's mastery in balancing both optimism and realism. He tells CNBC, make it. But the data also helped Toth understand what makes the legendary investor such an influential leader. When times are tough, it's very human to sweep the negative under the rug and just hope things get better, Toth says. Yet the sentiment analysis shows Buffett addressed issues in real time. Of the 40 shareholder letters, only five showed a negative sentiment score, which to Toth's surprise aligned perfectly with five moments of economic downturn. Bill Gates of Microsoft, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, and Warren Buffett control more wealth than the 160 million poorest Americans combined. And Buffett doesn't mind working the system to keep it that way. His net worth as of January 2018 is 87 billion, but Buffett says he paid only 1.8 million in taxes in 2015, a mere 0.002% of his wealth. According to Barclays, the new Republican tax law that just passed, is projected to net his business a staggering $37 billion. He now calls the recently enacted federal rate reduction, Buffett that is, refers to the recently enacted federal rate reform, tax reform, a huge tailwind for American business. In a CNBC interview on February 26th, Buffett said, it certainly means corporations will pay a quite, quite a bit less 
in tax than they otherwise would. When we make money in 2018 domestically and subject it to a lot of little things here and there, basically we'll be paying at 21% instead of 35%. That's a lot of money, end quote from Buffett. According to the Wall Street Journal, the immediate net windfall for Berkshire was $29 billion. They published a story early during the morning of February 24th. And this $29 billion net windfall for Berkshire Hathaway, Buffett's company, helped push Berkshire's net earnings to $44.94 billion in 2017, from $24.07 billion in 2016, while offsetting declines in certain businesses. Berkshire's operating earnings fell 18% from $17.6 billion in 2016 to $14.5 billion in 2017, as hurricanes and other catastrophes caused losses in the company's insurance operations. Berkshire's book value per share rose 23% in 2017, the company said in their shareholder letter, compared with a 22% total return in the S&P 500, including dividends. Its overall net worth increased by $65 billion, $29 billion from the tax benefits and $36 billion from operations. Mr. Buffett said in a letter released to shareholders on Saturday, February 24th, that the increase in the company's net worth in his quote was real, but a large portion of our gain did not come from anything we accomplished at Berkshire. Even when things are going badly for Berkshire Hathaway, like in 2008, when everything was falling apart, he is still measured in his approach to speaking to his shareholders. Things are not always going to be perfect, according to Toth, in his study of the shareholder letters. And I think Buffett's ability to still communicate inspire, and inspire conference during those bad time periods is important. Warren Buffett feels like he is American, America's favorite down-to-earth tycoon and investor. A little old school, maybe a lot of old school, and some new school. I think about his friendship with LeBron James in particular when I mention new school. The business community hangs on his every word. The annual meetings at Berkshire Hathaway, Buffett's conglomerate, have been dubbed Woodstock for capitalists. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton hailed his endorsements in their campaigns for president. Even Bernie Sanders has supported Buffett's position on taxes. In a recent article in The Nation, David Dayen claimed that the press treats him like a Kardashian, publishing quirky features about his bad eating habits, frugal spending, and hobnobbing with celebrities. An actual headline last November, Katy Perry wants to know what Warren Buffett thinks of Bitcoin. An old cartoon show called Warren Buffett's Secret Millionaires Club featured the so-called Oracle of Omaha teaching children how to get rich. This Nation investigation published on February 15th before Berkshire Hathaway's annual shareholder conference in Omaha documents how Buffett's massive wealth 
has actually been built on monopoly power and the unfair advantages it provides. Companies in, Buff in Buffett's portfolio have extorted windfall profits, evaded U.S. taxes, according to this story, and abused customers. I don't know enough about that to add any further color. In the two specific cases discussed in the article, in the banking and high-tech industries, Buffett's investments have prompted federal investigations for anti-competitive or other illegal practices. Buffett did not respond to repeated interview requests for the article published by The Nation. This Nation, rather. Nor did he reply to questions submitted to his office at Berkshire Hathaway. Mr. Buffett also avoided giving any new hints recently in his shareholder letter about his succession planning after promoting two executives to vice chairman last month. He reiterated his advice that individuals should invest passively and avoid high money management fees while discussing the final tally from his bet that an S&P 500 index fund would outperform a basket of hedge funds over a decade. What's next for Warren Buffett? He will celebrate his 88th birthday in August. Many are left to wonder. My bet is that he is blessed to live beyond the ripe age of 90. And in between, now and then, keep Wall Street and Main Street investors guessing and entertained. I think he really has the hang of this investing stuff. That's a wrap for Mardiac Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiac, and thank you for joining me today. If you have questions about this topic or would like to further discuss it, please don't be afraid to reach out. I'm also happy to answer any questions you have about your financial portfolio. I'm here to help. Remember, you can find all the episodes on my website at markmardiak.com. Tune in next week for Mardiac Market Update. Enjoy your week and weekend, everyone. This material discussed in this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or invest in any security, which may be referenced herein. We suggest that you consult with your financial or tax advisor with regard to your individual situation.